Everything from overlanding in your stock rig to full-on LS-powered two buggies on stickies. This is the Total Off-Road Podcast. I'm Steve. And I'm Ian. And welcome back to episode number 78. We're going to have to change that intro. We do not. I we can like- still talk about two buggies on stickies. <laughs> We don't have to. Do you own an I overlander? Like, how do, No. Well, then there we go. I see? wanted to own one. I do want to own one. I owned a buggy on stickies with an LS. I would. I would like. Uh, so how do we? How do we incorporate into that opening the T2RP? I've been thinking about that. Okay, I was just wondering. Can we? Yes, is the T2RP <laughs> podcast? I feel like if we're everything that, is less superior than a razor. Do we just once a week? Like, or not once a week? Once a month? Is that how we open it? Like one episode a month just opens up. Welcome to the T2RP podcast. No. Everything. <laughs> everything everything razor, razor and fuck everything else. Yeah, fuck everything. It's not a razor. <laughs> Is that how you do it? We can't support the Canon people because they already have purchased a far superior product than a razor. So oh, okay. Fuck them. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I like it. We'll figure that out. We'll Is hash, that, is that we'll bad? Huh? Like you bought, I bought like a consciously bought a brand new turbo razor okay knowing mm-hmm. that an x3 can am is better <laughs> what's the price difference a couple dollars how many couple dollars a couple like is it like a substantial no, difference? it was like seven thousand dollars more I think, okay that's a substantial part. difference yeah, yeah. but it, i mean yeah. it is a so they're better nearly, they're nearly 30 grand yeah they're pretty spendy well, you're probably 28 to 30 grand that's that's spendy yeah, yeah. Well, it makes but it so much better. I just, don't know anything about the suspension. I mean, like, like everything is, is, is like awesome. is a thousand XP here and like, yeah, it's like that. Oh, yeah, much. it's like way up there. Oh yeah, like the if, if just you're gonna way... buy, if you want to buy the best machine out there, X3. Really? Oh yeah, huh. no questions. Like full on, ready to race. Put a window net in. Go. Done. Hmm. Weird. Does it? Do they break? I would assume so. Okay. Uh, yeah, we actually watched one of them hit a tree and rip the shit out of the frame. Oh, it yeah. didn't. It didn't do like yours. Don't have the breakaway control arms. No, because the problem is Can Am has some <laughs> beefy ass like tubular arms from the yeah. factory. They just forgot to beef up the frame. So, so seemingly, they just ripped the mounts out I'm of sure, the frame. I'm sure that frame is real cheap to to buy. They make a kit to uh, like frame stiffen it essentially. Oh. Because the other thing is the way their front suspension is. Their shocks are. So such, I don't want to say like on an angle, but that's how they're designed. Mm-hmm. And the tower between the two, if you hit something hard enough, that tower will twist and bend. Uh-huh. And what happens is then your frame is now tweaked because your shock towers. So they make a brace oh. for that. And literally like your first upgrade to an X3 frame stiffeners, shock towers brace. Sounds like you bought an XJ. For 30 grand. That's how it, that, yeah, but <laughs> that's what I mean. Like every single machine has their inherent problems. It's just like, yeah, I don't know. Huh. Well, yeah, yeah like yeah. an X3 is the better way to go. All right. We just rolled this thing right into the T2RP, didn't we? So that's how it sure works. Every time. Yeah. He gets me. It's, it, he's like, suckers you in. I'm like, yeah. oh, let's joke about it. Oh, and by the way, uh, spit facts. Yeah. Uh, if you're thinking about changing the intro, then maybe you should talk about overlanding in your stock rig. I probably should. I'm just saying, like, how many times have you talked about overlanding uh, in your stock enough. rig? Not enough. There we go. Not <laughs> enough. Not not enough. We don't have to be an ad advertised podcast. <laughs> we are. It's just the charge. general. It's just all the things. And we'll talk about all of it eventually. Yeah. Maybe the hundredth episode we'll get to the old overlanding in stock rigs. We have had a stock couple rigs. overlanding. We have had overlanding in, in nearly rigs. a stock rig. Yeah. 
There's okay. nothing stock we, about his ring. It was stockish. Did it have a rigid light bar? No. Ooh, I, don't, I, I think that's rigid. a requirement for any type of overlanding. Isn't no, it? Overpriced so. light bar? No. Okay. His was an XJ. His was a legit oh, overlander. It had a, and it was a legit like overlanding diesel. Diesel. Mercedes diesel. Yeah. I remember that one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was cool. It was the Overland History episode. It was like in the teens, wasn't it? Yeah, that was pretty early on. Yeah. We tried to cover the overlanding to get it out of the way. Shoot. Okay, got that out of the way. See you guys in 100 yeah. episodes. See you later. <laughs> right. How many people in the Trail Riders group own a stock rig that they overland? Three. Three? No. Uh, there's a couple of Toyotas mean? in there. I don't know. Last week, Mike said that I mean, there I was no, no, no mullet owners. <laughs> oh, and, man. And that was proven wrong. Oh, they man. came out in force. They're like, we support the mullet. Yeah. That was awesome. <laughs> I was getting that on Snapchat. Oh, yeah. On Messenger in the Trail Riders group. Yeah, it was... It was mullet. They, they were they were showing up. They were like, listen, old man. Listen, right? you no mullet having <laughs> son of a bitch. It's like, sit your ass down so you can grow some hair. Now, hold on. Some of those guys have had mullets like their whole life. You could tell they're like experienced <laughs> mulleters. Life. <And> some of, <laughs> Expert mullet level. I'm just saying, some of them are like, I live the mullet life, and some of them are just jumping on the mullet bandwagon. Okay. If you said they're all no, they were all over the place, man. <laughs> you had everything from your from your newbie mullet owner uh, to like your, your seasoned veteran. Seasoned veterans, man. It sounds like the new oh, opening yeah. to the podcast. Everything from newbie mullets <laughs> to experienced mullets. We've got it all. I was happy to see the variety of mullets, though. Say, man, how long oh. you had your mullet? Oh, only three weeks. Oh, okay, okay. Got you. Still new. Still new to you, huh? Yeah. Haven't broken in yet. I still haven't seen too many 90s country singer mullets, though. Those are the uh, ones I miss those. You know, Billy's really big on top and yeah. like long flowing little curly in the back. Yeah. Like some Tracy Lawrence shit. That's what uh, Nikki T, his is, his is kind of like that. Sort of like that. Yeah. But you have to have the right kind of hair. That's true. You, if you don't have the right kind of hair, you can't do that. No kind one's of had hair like, like that. That's the, the thing. You can't yeah. make that style happen. You, you can't, have yeah, to. Yeah. Well, you, know, you can, just... but you have to have like a stylist that spends a lot of time doing mm-hmm. that. You know, like when you're in the country music business, you can you got a little extra coin. You can get your stylist to get you can get your stylist. That's right. Give you a perm on top and on the back. But hell yeah, you know when you're just everyday Joe Dirt, you <laughs> Joe <laughs> Dirt. <laughs> That was funny. <laughs> Not going to lie. Totally was reading my phone and it went right over my head, came back around and like pop. And I'm like, no, that was good. That was real good. Kudos, sir. Uh, Not everyone can afford a I, perm mullet. I absolutely love the fact that I opened the phone on Tuesday and it was just mullet for days. I was like, <laughs> yes, this is awesome. 17 people show up that you have no idea had mullets and they're like, I got a mullet. Fuck Mike. <laughs> and the, but they're all proud of it too. They're all like, fuck yeah, mullet. Yeah, that's wonderful. Yeah. yeah. I'm telling you, mullets can't are be, back. Can be closeted when you're wearing a mullet, though. Mullets are back. And I think out. a lot of people do a really a really good job of wearing them. I'm like, kudos to you. Mm-hmm. Has, how do you do the mullet clap? Is it? It's like a delayed in the front with a, <laughs> with a hard snap it, in the is back. Is that what it is? It's like, it's like you get a little. A, a, a little golf a, clap in you the get front. a golf clap in the front and then the back just, yeah! like, you just full on i can't wait for you to listen to <laughs> that because that's gonna be bad well, like it, the table was shaking yeah like a little crazy yeah mullet life mullet life you're here to party we were talking last week about um welders did you buy one yet i did not see bap ywl c mm-hmm. yes uh speaking of yes 
I was talking about the uh, bearded jeeper had that discount code and he hit me up and was like, yeah, dude, he's like, it's yes. Welder is where he was saying to go get one. He's like, go get a yes. Welder. I'm like, I should, um, I should look into it. I want to, I'm curious about that. So I haven't looked into him yet, but he does have a discount code. It's the bearded jeeper 10% off at yes. Welder. And you best believe I'm going to use that discount code. So when are you going to buy it? Let's put a timeline. I'm going to, I'm going to literally look up yes. Welders right now. You're going to buy it on the podcast. <laughs> done no. that before. <laughs> yep. Okay. Got one coming. Thanks. Yeah. Uh-huh. Wasn't a welder, but I've done it. I don't know anything about this. Uh, yes. Welder deal. I don't know. So this is what it looks like. It's like powder blue and gray. Reminds oh. me of the Chinese okay. powder or uh, plasma oh, I'm cutter. Sure. I'm sure it's in that same. The, the cut 50. Yep. It's a beast until it quits. And, and you just buy another one. So that's like a so like this is a 250 amp ACDC. Oh, this is a TIG welder. Uh, these are all what are these? These are all no. Here's a uh, here's a 250 amp MIG Pro aluminum welding. What, what this is aluminum? aluminum? I don't know. I'm just scrolling through like the top like best seller stuff. MIG stick and TIG, um, for 450. But I don't know what size it is. Do you want all those options? I don't, you, you know, I wouldn't, do everything or I, wouldn't want hate, or? I wouldn't hate to have all the options. Oh, I didn't and get to, like the price didn't get to have any input on this last week because I no, was you had nothing. fucking working. Yeah, I did go back and listen. This is one of the first you podcast episodes. Shit. I thought he might yeah. because he wasn't here. Yeah. Wow. And he's like, well, yeah. So what'd you think? Was it terrible? Well, I didn't want to be out. No, I thought it was fun. <laughs> I just didn't want to be out of the loop on whatever you discussed right, and yeah. then be like, I don't I don't know. How was it listening to it? It was it was it was good because I didn't have to listen to myself. Did you double down on the Timmy Cameron side? No, I didn't. Oh, you didn't? No. I caught a little bit of it, but I I, I just fast forward. Oh, okay. Got I don't to like the, to listen to myself. Got to the Mike and Steve podcast. Yeah. The Mike um, and Steve Off-Road Podcast right. brought to you by Keep It Difficult Off-Road. Keep it difficult. <laughs> I still haven't heard from Max. I thought for sure I would have heard from Max by now. I said uh, on the podcast. But apparently. anyway, so your input on the welder. So side. my input on the welder is you need to use a Hobart Handler 140. Why a 140? Because, well, if you're concerned about price or whatever your issue is. I'm not that concerned about price more than I am um, concerned about not buying it twice. Okay. So... I what, used what, to, how thick will a 140 do? I used to weld with a Hobart Handler 140 on 110 with gas. Yep. I welded your shackle mounts and stuff on your bumper with that welder. Really? Yep. Triple passed the one inch plate steel on the bumper, obviously, because of the welder size, yeah. but they ain't balled off yet. I've used those things to become unstuck or unstuck someone many times, and I have not flung one off. Um, you get some pretty good welds with like a like for a one ten welder mm-hmm. with yeah, I mean I I did run it on flux core for a while because that's when I started getting into welding. Mm-hmm. Um and God help people who like flux core because my lord the cleanup is no, no oh, trouble. So no um way. not doing uh, Hobart period. handler one forty on gas, like solid wire, with like a seventy five twenty five gas mix. Um I you could weld quarter inch, no problem, single pass. And obviously you can weld up to one inch plate with three passes, which on a one inch plate, when it, when you get the three passes, when you stack them in there, it doesn't look, it's not like a big booger weld. No, it looks good. So you get a good root and then two cap passes on it. And uh, voila. 
but then look at the price difference from a 140 to like a anything to but but then they do make because yours is the 210 mvp yep and see if you want a 220 version that's the next step up from the one because i think it goes like the 140 is a 110 then it goes the 210 mvp which is a 210 or 210 220 or 110 and then it goes from that to the like iron man or whatever the fuck it's like a 230 or whatever the fuck it is which is what i have Hmm. either way hobart like when you buy parts for your welder yeah they're miller they're fucking miller parts <laughs> like the liners are literally a miller part number no wild guns miller part number like it's literally miller say fucking miller on them. it's just not blue it's not blue i i mean i'm not gonna lie i welded a lot of jeep stuff with your with mike's yep hobart yeah never had a problem it's a miller did welder great. yeah yeah and it did great and it's like yeah that's the thing like are you stuck to a brand? And that's well, like the whole deal with like the yes welder thing. Like, yeah. Is it worth the money? I don't, I don't know. Here's the like, thing. What's the difference? Maybe, maybe yes. welder is also the same deal. Like what's the Lincoln something. Yeah. Maybe, what's you know? the top two welder brands in the world? Lincoln and Miller. Okay. Right? Yeah. Theoretically. I would agree. Yeah. So I don't want to buy this because they're, they're too expensive. Yeah. Oh, this Hobart. I can buy it fucking farm and fleet or on yeah. Amazon. Well, that, I don't need the biggest like commercial welder. I just need one for my garage. Mm-hmm. So Miller and Lincoln go, huh, we'll catch that market with a different brand. It's the same machine. Yeah. Like, I'm sure there's differences somewhere. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. But like, I bet, man, we should have Andrew on for this. That'd be a good one to have on. Somebody that knows welders the all the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm just saying, like, I don't Ian feel like I that. got his input. Did I get his input on the, on the trail rider page? He's probably welding. <laughs> probably tigging something together yeah he tigged the entire um oh oh the, really that's thank cool you. <clears throat> ryan tanner his rig the cage that they did in that the exit or the hybrid mm-hmm. uh danger zone tigged the entire thing together wow. i was like oh my god the amount of time Tigging all of that tube together must cost a couple dollars. No, nah, free ninety nine. They're just buddies. Friend discount. I don't know what it costs really, but I bet it was you know affordable. They're they're good friends, so that's nuts. Uh, that's you, hey, friends are friends. Yeah, that's what you do. Friends discount. Yep, friends discount. Come help me with this, and I'll help you with that. Kind of like where you loaned me my garage, and I didn't show up to help pull the engine. Huh, right. <laughs> That's a one-way street right there. Yep. Uh, Pulled three fucking drivetrains in a week, not a single bit of fucking help. No, Steve. Uh, In all fairness, I did say I would come help, but you never called me, and you're just like, "Uh, engines are out. I'm like, oh, that's true, too. Should have just been there. Yeah, I should have. That's on you. Yeah, it is on me. Should have slept there until he was ready. (laughs) Duh. Honey, I can't come home. I'm waiting for Mike to pull his engines. Um, <laughs> I should have went over there and pulled them for him. That is now it. we're now we're on to that it. was yes. if you could finish the LS swap for me real quick, that'd be great. Can <laughs> I just come home and then 91 runs and drives? Every <laughs> every night Mike comes home and gives it like an inspection. He's like, I don't like this wiring. You just redo that tomorrow. <laughs> yes, master. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. I will not sleep tonight. No food. <laughs> uh, so the other option, so that was my if you wanted to go with like a one because I think you could pick up a, a a handler one forty for a couple hundred bucks, like they're pretty yeah. fucking cheap. I'm, I'm trying to figure out to wire your garage. Yeah, and then you don't have. To I'm fuck trying to with figure that. out if that's the one that Josh was trying to sell me. It might be Anderson. Hmm. Um, the other option, and that that was my option for a one ten. 
Um, it's a really solid machine for just a 110 for really, mm -hmm. really honestly, anything you would need to do, it is capable of doing um, for your rig. Mm -hmm. Even if you had to double pass something really thick, you probably want to double pass it anyway. So right. um, I just want to make sure that I get a welder that's, yeah, that has enough juice to, yeah. to lay down the welds. Yep. I'm just used to running like big welders. Yep. I've always been around either something that's 210 or bigger. Yep. And um, I mean, don't get me wrong, like throwing it down a thick bead with a 210 or 220 welder, no problem. Yeah. But like it's doable without it. So that's where I mean, like if you didn't want to screw with wiring your stuff, that was a very good welder for me. And I really, really enjoyed it. You got some really good welds with it and uh, and it did good work. Uh, the other option is ESOB mm -hmm. that you didn't talk about. Um, they do some pretty nice with their smart made. Yeah. Pretty slick stuff. It like goes through and automatically adjusts your amperage and wire feed um, speeds to while you're welding. Like you said, kind your, of main. You tell it what wire speed it is yep. and what thickness metal, and then it it kind of figures it all out, adjusts it on the fly for you. Yeah, yeah. I can't imagine how that would work. Oh, it's. I mean, like how does it get feedback? How does it know what your welds look like? Only because it know knows that. how much it knows how much amperage you're pushing. Like it it detects the amperage. Yep. It detects if the wire like it would know if the wire was going too fast and like it would detect the load. Yeah. Like because be if you're, if you're pushing wire too fast and you're dip, not dip, burning dip, 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 it, it'll dip, start yeah. getting, it'll know feedback. It'll push it. And that, whereas normally like your welder just goes, it adjusts that speed mm -hmm. to how fast, because let's be honest, you're never at a constant speed while you lay down a bead. Yeah. You speed up, slow down, speed up, slow down. That's why you always look at a weld and you go, well, right here was really nice. And then here I got a little quick because, you know, it was a little cold. And then here I kind of sat around because it's real fat. And it literally adjusts that as you go. It was pretty fucking slick stuff. And and for the price, it's not really that bad. And and it works well. Oh, that yeah. System it's ESOB. Well. Like, yeah, they've put the research in and thrown it all in there. Yep. So that would be my other solution because they do make some smaller like 110 stuff that I would have never used it, but I would have no problems investing money into personally. I'm I just know I've had the the handler 140 from Hobart and was very, very happy with it. I actually still regret selling that welder to this day. Really? Yeah. Even with your Iron Man? Yeah. Wow. Because it would be so nice. It's so easy. It's small. You can carry it around. You, I mean, obviously with the gas bottle, that's the the issue but mm -hmm. it would be so nice to take it wheeling throw it in the truck plug it into 110 you could lay down you don't have to booger weld something back together on the trail you could legitimately have a 110 power source a generator what campground power and literally lay down like a permanent grind so, it out with yeah. a fucking cordless grinder and and fix it right and not half-ass booger weld something back together josh anderson's gonna love when he, he listens to this podcast because he's trying to unload his handler 140 on me how much 300 yeah that's a good price is it yeah i would say yes without so, knowing how much you could go buy a new one for i would say if you could price. buy a welder that'll do what mine did for two three hundred bucks mm -hmm. all day long go buy you a nice brand new from firm and fleet it's five hundred dollars yeah Go buy you a nice little cheap fucking welding cart and a bottle and a bottle. The nice thing with the 140 is it'll take the bigger spools. It'll take the 10 pound spools. Oh, really? So you don't have That's to nice. run the little spools, the mm -hmm. two pound spools. It'll take the 10 pound spools, mm -hmm. which is fucking beautiful. Better. better. Because, yeah, you're always yeah. going to run out of wire either way. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah, 
Mm, just make good. sure to put some Lincoln wire in your Miller machine. I run. So you think? I think I run Hobart wire. Really? Actually, I don't right now because I'm running the shit I bought from Depke, whatever brand that is. Yeah. It's like Blue Demon or something like mm. that. Dude, Lincoln wire is so buttery smooth, though. Like uh, I can tell a difference. What size wire you run? Thirty. Ah, you need to go to 30. thirty-five, bro. Mm. I'm telling you, I used to weld with thirty thousands. Per, and I think it's all personal preference. I am not a yeah. fucking professional welder. Let's have you out there. 30 is great if you're doing sh- any kind of sheet metal 35, stuff. 35, just, it's like fucking, you can run it a little hotter and you still get a real nice fucking penetrating weld. I kind of like 30 because occasionally my shit rusts through and I have to do a little body work. So oh yeah, you gotta you gotta turn <laughs> that shit way down and then just go, need some 023. Yeah. some 023 for that life. Yeah. Well, that, and then that would be the, you know, pull your wire out. Switch it over to a two throw pound spool yeah, of 023, mm-hmm. change your tip, and then. Have you seen his rig? He's going to a couple, a couple of two pound rolls. Right. Stitch that <laughs> back together. This <laughs> is like commercial, like thousand pound spool or it's something. On, it's on its own cart off yeah, the side. It has it like, goes a, through like the, a four wheel <laughs> cart that it just fucking like oh pulls God. around with a lawnmower. Like, oh shit. Man, Rust, rusty sheet metal life, bro. <laughs> what size wire is that? Yeah. 023. What? Yeah. I mean, I'm not trying to make it look good, but there was one time I was wheeling. I, I'm sure you were there because I think Jess was riding with me mm-hmm. and I just kept hearing this terrible sound and I'm like, what in the hell is that? Just like, that must, that must have been flat nasty. I don't. Yeah, maybe it's a flat nasty. It's just this terrible metal sound mm-hmm. from under the truck. And eventually at the end of the day, I found out that my cab had fallen through where the body oh, mount was. <laughs> and it was just the sheet metal like flapping against cop, each cop, other. Cop, cop. Yeah. yeah. So I had to cut all that out and I think I used some eighth. And like kind of stitched it into my body. Yeah. Perfect. I made it work. And I used 30. But it was yeah. the most painstaking thing maybe yes. I've ever done. Probably because you're trying to do eighth against 16 gauge rusty. Rusty. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Is it 16? Yes. Or is it 18? I think body I think body metal is 18. I don't know. It's somewhere 18. depends on because I think it depends on manufacturing yeah. stuff there too. <clears throat> Um, yeah, but yeah, try some 023 next time. Yeah, I give might. it a little shot. Get you a little, little roll of that with some keep tips. Your, keep your wire that you're not using in your house. Yep. Yeah, I actually still that roll you bought me is in my house. Okay, yeah, good. Yeah, I did do a couple of things for you nicely, a couple of nice things while I was working. That's in there. true. Yeah. Got me some jack stands, couple, left you a mess. Yeah, left me a mess. <laughs> but you got some, jack <laughs> but he did buy me some jack stands. Got some jack, I stands. jack stands. I bought you what roll an extension wire. kit. I bought you Extension some kit? files. Yeah, I put a few things in your in your toolbox. Maybe I haven't even seen that yet. It's <laughs> <laughs> Extension kit. I think there's, I, I bought some. I bought Just kidding, a, he took those home with I think you got some files. Maybe I got you a file. I something. think I got you an extension, like a couple of extensions, maybe a half inch extension you didn't have, like a half inch by six inch maybe. Maybe. Or, and then maybe I got you like a, um, like a half inch to three eighths drive adapter set. I don't remember. I don't know. It was all in the upper drawers, like the top two drawers or something like that. I believe you. Stuff yeah. was up there. Well, thanks. Oh, you're welcome. Thanks for letting me use your garage for six, six months. It's all good. <laughs> so when are you picking up your welder? Right. I don't know. You want to go to Danville and get it? No, not really. Okay. I've been there a couple of times. I might be there no, later no, this week, haven't. actually. No. Danville, Indiana. Oh, no. I've been to that one. That one. That Danville. The other Danville. Where's that at? Uh, Vermillion County. Speaking of Indiana, <laughs> are you guys going with me to buy fireworks this year? No. That's coming up in a oh, few weeks. So here's the shit. I'm not because that's depressing. <clears throat> not we have a, There's nobody coming to my party. We have a wedding. I am not. This is the dumbest thing ever. We have a wedding on the third. Oh, that's which nice. I think is the same day as Jackie and Nick's party. It is. But I feel like. And then yours is what? The next day? 
Never mind. Song on the third. third. Oh, yeah. so they're competing. So I feel yeah. like yeah, I had to decline both of those invites. Unfortunately, oh, we gonna be somewhere. Yeah, we got a race that oh, weekend. Well, dang. Seemingly, Jess said something about going to the wedding and then showing up at your house. Oh, that would be good. You so. You're welcome to. I don't know what we're gonna do with the kid. Let's bring him with. There'd be plenty of people there. Even with the keep an eye on him. Hey, grandparents! I know you're older and not doing anything. Uh, <laughs> right. Why don't you hold on to this little one for a little bit? Hold on to this little. Yeah. Um. That's the goal. Yeah. Yeah, we have a race, well, uh, okay. point one race that weekend. Nice. Where's that? Uh, Hooter Holler. Hooter Holler. Mountain Grove, Missouri. There you go. Yep. Do you got so, nothing going on Fourth of July weekend? Sounds like you're going to Hooter Holler to go do some wheeling and watch some racing. Yes. Go watch Ian do dumb stuff. Golf. I'm not things. doing the damn. You're not thing. taking the golf cart. Well, I mean, you're I will, taking the golf but cart. I'm not, not doing race. You're not gonna race it. Hell no. Oh, okay. See, bat. It's always mm. easier to convince <laughs> yourself to do something after watching people do it. Just have Catherine do it. She would put her in the seat. And be like she's asked before. It. She's like, she's like some like, board no. can't go race. Stop. Absolutely. Um, There's your hill. Top chop. Every time I've gone to one of these races, mm-hmm. I'm always like, yeah, that's a fucking nope. That that's hill, a nope. That's a hill. Like that's not even possible. Really? I mean, you don't think so? I think it's possible, but like you got 32s on God it. God damn. And then you see like the first, like that's f- the first, I'm not even talking about the second, the first guy goes up the hill and you're like, rolls it. Oh, I could do that. <laughs> like it just, it looks, you know, it's like everything. It fucking looks easy after that little first guy does yeah. it. And you're like, Oh yeah. Okay. Totally. No problem. I was watching, speaking of uh, things like that, where you're like looking at something like, no, no. Yeah. I was watching, um, Mike from Keep It Simple Off Road mm-hmm. on YouTube. I was watching his footage from the Go Devil Run, the GDR this year. Yep. So the Go Devil Run is where they take a bunch of flatty uh, Jeep, early flatty uh, Willys, and they um, they all have the same engine of this Go Devil engine, a little four cylinder, whatever, and they all go wheeling in these things, like forty or fifty of them or something like that. Wow, okay. there's a lot. Um, and I'm watching the footage from this, the 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 idea of this run is that if you were to take a picture in in black and white, you wouldn't be able to tell if it was 1947 or not. So are they limited to modifications that were yes okay like you? It should. <laughs> I was look, gonna say I'm like you ain't running 42 inch fucking no, treps no, in fucking look 40s. just like a stock flat willies, fender flat yeah, fender cool. willies, um, no cages. Yep. No tie like aftermarket tires. No, like you can run the traction treads, but that's it. Hmm. Um, you need to stay within a certain size tire, basically. Yeah. Uh, but some of them have got upgrades like internal. Well, yeah, so like, like rockers front stuff. and rear yep. and stuff like that. So, uh, there's a couple of cool things like that. But on the outside, they all look like that. Like if you have like newer coolers and stuff like that, you got to cover them up with stuff so you can't see that they're like newer coolers. Yep. You dress in like older looking clothes, like hmm. you know, like. One guy I think did the the guy that I think did it very the easiest and the best was a simple white button down shirt with a pair of like um, slacks. I was like, yeah, that seems like you know if you took a black and white picture, you wouldn't know. Yeah. And so um, I was watching this. And I'm watching this guy go up this hill, pulling the front wheel off the ground, all this stuff. I'm like, there's no cage, none. It's just him sitting in a seat holding big old steering wheel. I'm just like. The, the windshield's laid down like that thing goes over you are the Zero kickstand fucks given you better yeah. duck <laughs> <laughs> you better jump or jump out right? and like i'm just like watching i'm like ah. and and in the one hand on on the one side i'm thinking no way like i'm not doing that with nothing over my head 
And on the other hand, I'm like, yeah, I think like you, you get enough seat time riding around in it. Then you feel, you know, you kind of know its limitations or whatever. Like I never heard anybody getting hurt on that run, but it's just like no lid, no nothing, no cage, no nothing, no helmet. Just, I mean, let's be honest though. The roof is your XJ. It's just there. Like for looks. it offers something, but like <laughs> not a whole it's, lot. It's there know? for looks. Yeah. So yeah. I, I get the mental state of it. Uh-huh. Like there's yeah, something yeah. over something, me. Yeah. But like you see a rig flopped over and you're like, yeah. well, that fucking roof is touching the bottom of the fucking driver's seat. Yeah. And you're like, yeah. Pancake. It's exactly what you expect. But like, right, right. it's the mental of having something there. Exactly. That would be like, whoa. That's what for me was like, whew, that's crazy. Like, you know, but it looks so cool. Them all out there just doing crazy stuff. And like, they're not. Obviously, they're not probably, so crazy. Yeah, they can only do so much with yeah. the tires and stuff like that. I'd imagine. You know what I should do? What? You should cut the roof off the KJ and go experience. Yeah, it feels. Oh my god, that's not a bad idea. <laughs> I was, that's such a novel idea. I was going to bring. I never thought of that. I before. don't know. I was going to bring you a sawzall blade, <laughs> and I forgot. Chris sent me a text saying that he has a cover for a TJ at his house in the box, new in the box. There you go. And I was like, hmm, I wonder how close that is to fitting. And we haven't swapped measurements yet. I should call him today and do that. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Like, hey, won't you uh, send me some measurements from a TJ? And I'm going to measure this KJ and see how close we are. The only. Um, Nope. No, there's not really a reason. Like, if it fits even mildly close, it's better than nothing. Yep. Like, if it just covers everything, that's all that matters. It will have, I will have to. Oh, you know what I'll do? I was trying to figure out how I was going to keep it from, like, um, because it's made for a square. And obviously it'll be a roadster. So like there'll be like saggy material in the back. Maybe I'll put a couple of um, little attachment points up at the front of the roof behind the windshield and then a couple on the tailgate and I'll just run a strap like a bungee and then it'll hold it, you taut. know, huh? Taut. Taut. Not not taut. taut, but it'll keep an angle on it. So the <laughs> water like, will run. The fuck you just say? <laughs> and then like the third taut. one, I'm like, okay, no, I get it now. <laughs> but damn, I don't know why that took a minute. No, I was saying it weird. I agree. You think we can, you think at some point we can cut the roof off that thing and all that stuff? Yes, we can cut the roof off this afternoon, but you don't want to do that. (laughs) It sounds good. It's a nice day for it. Um, It is nice out. uh, Cut the roof off. You think we can put a cage in that thing sometime? Get together, team up on a weekend. What do you mean by we? I mean, like, you help. Like, Josh Wolf comes up and, like, that guy wants dollars. You you sit here and drink some beer while he does. I feel like I can con you into helping. Yeah, I mean, I probably could figure it out. Right. It doesn't need to be perfect by any stretch of the measure. Well, it won't be. Two two bends and a lot of tube. Yeah. I'm thinking of what we can get away with. I have a bender. Maybe three. I have a welder. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, we'll just we'll just pop a cage in that thing so it looks more jeepy. Yeah. Okay. I'm I did use somewhere. the welder the other day on the razor, so I know it still works. So. <laughs> it still works. Yeah, it's still going to go. That's the best part about the razor stuff is like, oh, everything bolts on, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like... I don't know how many miles my racer has on it, but I've already had to weld on the frame. So, yeah, I, everybody always says the whole laser stuff is no cheaper and no more of a clusterfuck than full size. But stuff. is it fun? Oh, it's a blast. Is it is it more fun than a full size rig? Um, I know that's hard because it's two different things. I don't know. OK, haven't had enough seat time to really well, like, figure that out. It's it's just. Hey, it's very odd for, and I think it depends on the person, mm-hmm. but like for me personally, it's, it's ob- obviously subjective. Yeah. But am I going to go take the razor and follow a bunch of like rigs on forties around all day? Mm-hmm. Probably better than you think, 
yeah. probably better than I, you know, even right. I would imagine. But like, there's something to be said about taking a fucking big wide rig on tons and forties mm-hmm. and just wheeling. But you know, there's like. But I if know. I could go get in a group of like guys who just want to put miles on and just oh, yeah. ride and just ride and just listen to some music and ride and just uh, was, yeah, it'd be cool. Hmm. It's just different. It's if weird. I a, if I had me a shop to put a razor in, I might consider getting one because it'd be fun for the country. Oh, dude. Yeah. Just well, that we, blaze. When we were putting our brake in miles on the engine, mm-hmm. that's what we did. We took it over mom and dad's out in the country sure. and just doing the 85 down the fucking country road and the thing you know like i mean and it's it doesn't necessarily feel normal yeah it doesn't necessarily feel normal but to like everyone here in the room that's normal you know like you put somebody else who doesn't do off-road things in a razor and does 85 down a country road and they're Mm -hmm. like losing their fucking bananas Mm -hmm. but to like us it'd be like oh yeah it's got a little tire shimmy at 80 but yeah it's unbalanced on beat log so shocker you know he's squeaking on the window frame is that me? Yes. Oh, I was like, I was looking, I was looking at you guys and I'm like, well, who the fuck? Like, Steve, stop fucking jiggling over there. And then it keeps going and I'm like, what the motherfucker? Like, cool. I didn't realize. It was... I was just waiting for him to talk, stop talking long enough yeah. so I could tell him, get off the window. Hey, frame. dumbass, you're the one over there making a squeaky noise. Good Lord. Start calling you Rory. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it's just a different experience. Like, um, yeah. Not even taking the racing thing into account, but like we got to do, uh, what is that? Williams Hill. Mm-hmm. Dustin was there. Uh, Vance was there. Jeremy borrowed somebody's, I was a Ranger, like a two seat Ranger. Right. Um, and we got to sneak off for, you know, 20, 30 minutes and went and, of course, it wasn't a huge park. Right. And um, so we got to do a little just trail ride. And it was kind of fun because it reminded me of the back in the day when we would go to the Badlands with like, 10 rigs mm-hmm. and everybody was on like 33s there might have been one or two people on like 35s but you were like body lifted on 33s open in the front maybe had a locker if in the it was rear. a g80 yeah <laughs> and so it, it reminded us of when we go on there where you couldn't walk all over everything mm-hmm. but you could still pick your way through and just go yeah you know and that's what and then so then you take the razor which is even more capable than like a full-size truck on 33s because it's blocked and narrower and shorter and you can actually crawl over these obstacles you would just never stop we didn't have to stop and everybody would get out and go oh you know we'd have to spot everybody up this hill you just kind of work at it you may roll back down and then just you know bomb a different lineup through it give a little bit more wheel speed than you originally thought but you could just trail ride Mm -hmm. and it was it was kind of fun to just go it's kind of how it is with the kj yeah you just go. Yeah. Like, you, I mean, it has its limitations, but it's so small and nimble do, that you just. You can't do the big obstacles, so you don't spend time on those. You just yeah, go You just wheel. go trail ride. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it's it's just kind of a relaxing, different. Yep. And especially with what we've got, because we can put our headsets on. Mm-hmm. You can Bluetooth music. You can Bluetooth your phone in. And you can talk. And you can just sit there and have a conversation just like this while you're down the road. Not going to lie. It sounds okay-ish. It is. It's just. Yeah. I mean, expensive. it's expensive. Expensive to get into. Yeah. Yeah. But the initial, the fucked up thing is if you order a brand new razor, mm-hmm. I don't know how Can-Ams are because I don't, can't afford that life. I'd assume they're similar market. If you order a brand new razor, like six to eight months before you get it. Whew. And that's if you're lucky. Wow. Like that, because there's no buy it used. If the shit comes in on the dealer lot, it's yeah. gone or yeah. it's already sold before it even shows up. Crazy. So the, the, 
I'm looking at, because of course I know what I paid for mine. You start seeing used like two or three year old turbos Mm -hmm. with bumpers, tires, wheels, you know, some upgrades and aftermarket stuff. And they're selling for more than what I paid for my shit brand new. Really? Oh, yeah. Wow. They're in the $24,000, $25,000 range for a two-year-old turbo razor. So these things are literally not sitting in showrooms right now? Like, they just no, aren't any? because they can't. I was going to ask, they, like, they can't get them. Where'd you oh. buy yours from? Um, Attica What's Motorsports. Attica Motorsports. Right there with the Badlands. I always want to say Venture Rentals, and I'm like, that's not it. Um, is the only one they had at the time. Really? Yeah. Wow. They had another one. It was a demo. They took out to KOH. They, they used to have same like machine. 50 or 60. Well, that's what I'm saying. Even last time we were at the Badlands, there was a bunch of them sitting there. But is that the rentals? Or is that for sale? No, I think the rental the place. Showroom. The rental place is in town. It's in town. So everything the out of the Badlands is, is all for sale. Well, the problem is some of that stuff comes in. It's already sold. I oh, know so we, looked a, we, we looked at a Pro XP. And because I was like, oh, fuck. Like, they're nice. Yeah. They're like more dollars, but it was nice. Right. And they're like, I oh, know it's already actually sold. Wow. They just haven't come picked it up. Like right. that's the thing. Like they're selling shit that's not even there. Uh-huh. You know, it's a uh, oh, I've got this one ordered. They order it, it. it comes in, it yeah. sits on the on the lot, but it's technically already sold. Right. They order it for somebody and they just go wait for that person to come pick it up. Not like yeah. they live in town there. They're just gonna pick it up. Or you're day. or you're looking at, you know, if if um I mean I'm sure like a like an XP turbo is harder to get than a just a thousand, you mm-hmm. know, or a two seat or a four seat, whatever. But that's the I know guys are saying they're waiting months before them to show up because they are just, then, it's a supply and demand right. thing. And then it comes down to you get a four door or two door. Uh, depends on what you like. If I was you, I'd buy a four seat. Um, right. DJ just bought, seat, yeah. he just picked up a used one for a fucking smoking price. Did he? Can't tell you what he paid, but he, but he got a good deal, but he got a fucking, they're out price. there. So yeah. the deals are out there. Oh yeah. yeah. But I'd buy a four seater. Why? Because what are you going to do with it? Are well, you going to go race it up anything. a fucking race hill? No. So go put a little lift on it, mm-hmm. put some 32 inch tires on it and you go just go fucking ride around with your family in the back of it and have a great time. I know um, the crawler guys went and they took their, I don't know, the Lincoln was there and then mm-hmm. DJ had his, I think two kids. I think they said they had their two kids with them. It's awesome. But um, I mean, you're not going full rock bouncer mode with your kids strapped in the back seat, but like. What you go out and spend time with your family, you know. You still can do a wheeling off road. Yeah, you yeah. can do the same thing in your XJ though. Right, but yeah. it's I mean, it's just a different thing. Or in my four seat KJ, your liber nasty. Yeah, my, my XP Liberty. XP Liberty. Liberty Turbo. XP Turbo. Liberty. Is it a three? Is it a thirty six hundred? Could be a Turbo <laughs> Liberty. Is that what is a three point six? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just call it. You put some stickers XP on it. XP 3600. Like, oh, I didn't know they made this. I'm Polar- like, oh, yeah. They Polaris did. XP 600. Put some Polaris stickers on the side. <laughs> <laughs> Razor life. Take the bot- Take the doors off. It would look It would look Razor-esque if we put a cage in it. It'd be about the fucking same size. That's pretty close. Like, four seat, yeah. When I put. I know it's four seats longer, I think. Oh, yeah. Those are a fucking beast. Yeah, they're long. Yeah. But I'm just saying, yeah. like, if you wanted to go get a nice, reliable, because. What maintenance do you have? And I don't want to say maintenance. Yeah. What work do you have to do on a four seat turbo ra- or not a four seat turbo, but a, like a four seat razor? I don't know. You, I don't know. Oh, I have no idea. You want to buy a control arms? You yeah. just pull it in, jack it up, bolt, unbolt, and bolt it on. Yeah. Oh, you need to. I mean, you got to do to maintenance upgrade, as far as like stuff is all grease your wheel bearings, mm-hmm. clean your clutches, belts, you know, whatever. That sounds terrible. No, I just blow it out with air. Oh, okay. Just it's pull like the clutch. Yeah, just pull the clutch. Just cover like off a Jeep. But yeah. But that's the thing, yeah. you know, you don't have to do custom fabrication stuff. You can, if you want to, you can All build right. bumpers and cages and whatever. You I'll want. tell you what, man, I've, 
drove the Liberty last week a little bit and stuff like that. And I don't understand. I don't know what it is of all the vehicles I own. That is by far my favorite thing to drive because it's over the cruise. It's yeah. nimble. I don't, it's I, fun. I think I just like the way it sits. Yeah. I like, I like, I sit in it. I'm just like, Oh, this is comfortable. Like the seat is like perfectly comfortable for me. Um, yeah, it's nimble. Probably one of the better things is that it is destroyed. So literally you pull into a parking lot. There's no, like, I need to find a spot where there aren't people. Nope. Just going to find a spot and just stuff it in there. Don't care if somebody, if there's people parked on both lines, like I'm going to stick her in there. No fucks. I agree. Yes. I like driving snow day the best. Yeah. It's the most comfortable. Is it because it's a shit it's, box? It's not the, yeah, maybe it's not the least bit nimble. Yeah. I mean, it, you know, yeah. damn near wants to tip over every time you take a corner, <laughs> but I just love driving it. Yeah. Isn't that weird? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it's Rusty, just, be, maybe Dana, it's just because just, the, yeah, be, like it's the character. Maybe. Maybe but like, it's yeah, the character, I like, yeah. I like driving the Liberty. The only thing the Liberty really needs, like if after we cut the roof off, it needs you joints in the rear drive shaft. Cause I've still been too lazy to fix that. And it needs a bushing in the lower control arm in the rear because that one is, you can feel it. It is gone. It's, it's loose because when you like you're on the interstate or something like that, or you're driving and you let off, you can feel the back end just a, just a little shimmy because the mm-hmm. axle adjusts yep. from the load change. It's annoying. I don't mm-hmm. like it. But so it's just outside you, of that. You know what it is now. I know what it and is. And so every out. time you feel it, you're just like, God damn it. I feel it. Nobody else would feel it. Yeah. Nobody else would know it's there. I know it's there. But that's the thing. Like when you hear a yeah. belt squeal and you know it's <laughs> like your serpentine belt or something, uh-huh. you're like, every uh, time you hear it, you're just like, because mm, you know it's as simple as like change a bushing. I change a $30 fucking belt, you know? The the thing to though is change a bushing on a 2003 that's never had the bolt out oh it'll ride you really hope that that bolt like just they put it together just perfectly and it just sealed it and it never got anything inside yeah right you live in Ah. illinois where they have liquid (laughs) liquid salt solution that they put on like rain so yeah liquid salt solution it's like a penetrant Uh uh-huh penetrates right in there and gets all everything yeah nasty big cutoff wheel yeah, that's and that would be the case. You have to cut off both sides of the bolt, spread the f- spread the bracket, mm-hmm. drop the control arm, press the bushing out. Then you're in, then you're in the home stretch. Yeah, but like, damn it, is it worth that? Just fucking grind uh, it out, man. Yeah, just get it and just get it and do it. I have an idea. Just cut the control arm off completely and build a new control arm. Wow, tons. <laughs> I mean, somebody was this is where somebody this is going. was yelling it at the radio. Going, Why don't you just fucking ton swap it? LS wire in there, you know. Seemingly, that's been done recently. Yeah. Uh huh. Tons. I wouldn't ton swap it. That's the easy option. I wouldn't ton swap it. Why would it. you change a bush and you put one tons under it? Done. Just way easy. easier. A blown LS while you're in there. A blown LS. Big old blower. <laughs> like over the roof blower. No. Yeah. I think I would do. Well, um, I had to change a bushing, so I had to put a fucking four yeah. foot tall blower the on The problem right LS. now is that you can't get parts. Dude. You know what I mean? So. So, like, you don't want to do anything. We had that conversation, uh, what would it have been, two weeks ago now, mm-hmm. podcast world mm-hmm. time. Um, Kevin was is supposed to, we're sitting in sixth mm-hmm. in E-Series points for Ultra 4 right now. AOP is two weeks, not this upcoming weekend, but the following weekend in Tennessee. Mm-hmm. He was going to race at Dirt Nasty, like the point one race. Yeah. But he's like not going to like we all finally kind of talked about it and finally he just decided not to do it because mm-hmm. literally he had two weeks before he had to load up and be on the road you can't get parts so if you break something within you know doing that race that you're not really racing for points or anything and there's nothing with that hill that would have done anything 
to transfer over like shock or not shock, but strut tuning or anything like that mm-hmm. to the ultra four stuff that he's doing. He's like, I can't afford to break something because you won't be able to get parts. So then we kind of got to talk. Oh. I got to talk to a couple other people who were, and there are guys out there that race like Timmy and all these other guys, mm-hmm. they race every series that's out there. Mm-hmm. They're almost racing every weekend, essentially. Yeah. There are guys that were saying they're ordering parts. They don't even need. They don't even need because if they break it and the later you get in this year, the closer the points and all these seasons are, or Ugh. series are getting, we're tied. We're <clears throat> halfway through our season and they're tied right now. Yeah. I mean, you're talking, I don't remember off the top of my head what our end of season points payout is, but it's thousands of dollars. Mm-hmm. You're going to spend all this money. Now, granted, I don't think any kind of motorsports you're going to make money at essentially, yeah. but you're going, you, you rely on that couple thousand bucks here, a couple thousand bucks here to keep going. Mm-hmm. Are you going to let some stupid part like a hub, like an aluminum 14 bolt hub take you out of thousands of dollars? I mean, yeah, that's the problem. That's the wild thing. You're talking steering pumps. Can you go? Can you go buy a hot full hydraulic PSC or or anybody's steering pump right now off I'm the shelf? Idea. Can you? I I don't know. I've never. I haven't looked. But yeah. like, it's a legit concern that right. a lot of these guys are running into that they're ordering shit. You blow you blow a transfer case up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it happens all the time. And Alice is what four months out. Yeah, where oh do you gosh. go get a get an SCS or an Atlas or whatever? You yeah, know, right? You can't just go find one in a junkyard and throw it in. Yep, because everything has moved away from like the two hundred fives back mm-hmm. in the day. You were guys were racing with two hundred fives. You just go find one in a truck at a junkyard and slap it in. Where you go? Good to go. But yeah, there. I mean, it's it's wild how that just that trickle effect affects so many things that you have to start spending money on parts that. You don't even need. You may need, but it may take you out of this thousands of dollars in points that you're going to work the whole season to get to Mm. is wild. It's absolutely wild. And I know there's a couple people who are working on builds for next year, not just like race stuff, but just, you know, trail rig build or race car build or whatever. You're you're waiting eight months for a transfer case. Mm -hmm. Well, you can't start building your rig. Until you have this transfer case to mock it up. So you're eight months out. You're already into next year. Mm. So there are guys who are planning on building rigs for KOH 2022 that are like, well, no, going to 2023 because there's just no physical way you're going to be able to get everything done. Right. Because you're literally paying for the parts and then sitting around going, I don't know when I'm going to get it. It blows my mind, really, because it's it's wild. This is the real post-COVID effect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, <laughs> you drive by any car dealership right now. Oh God, I was at, we, I was out at your this? work. Yo, was that yesterday? Picking up uh, our new employee's toolbox, hmm. and we're like, "What the fuck do these guys work on all day?" There's like when I know when Catherine bought her Corolla, that was two years ago, maybe. Yeah, she got to look at. They had fucking rows of these Corollas. Mm-hmm. They had every color. Every color in the standard option, in the sport option. So you could literally look at like, I would like to see a white one and a white one in sport. And there's like two or three of each of them, you know, like every trim, every color, all right there. There's like not shit. And it's not just that dealership. It's like every dealership. dealership. I was over at Sarah uh, GMC Tuesday. There's like five trucks. Yep. They're all used. You know, I didn't, I didn't <laughs> even really notice any new trucks sitting there. And I'm like, wow, what the hell do you want to do to go buy a new truck? And you're like, well, we have one 
<laughs> when I is want this to, 1953? You know, yeah. Like what? Because <laughs> I know, <laughs> yeah, when I, in 2012, I went and bought my new half ton. Yeah. And you literally, that was, it was towards the end of Take the year. Pick. Yeah. You could go, I want, I was like, I want black granite metallics, but I don't want the chrome appearance package with the chrome mirror caps and the chrome door handles. But they had each one you could stand there and look at and go, no, I think I like this one better. But they had all, I mean, a parking lot of color options. Yep. Right now we have about 10 new cars. Yeah. Total. It blows. Trucks, cars, vans. Yeah. 10 total. Like we have like three Corollas, a couple of Venzas, like yeah. maybe a truck. It was sort. like eerily empty. No CS. Oh yeah, there's usually hundreds of cars in the lot yeah. and we have like 10. Yeah. Total. Yeah. Cars. And it's, it's a huge and it's, empty lot. Yeah. It, but it's or every, it's every brand. That's the wild thing. Yeah. It's every, it's not like Ford or, or one brand is, it's, it's literally wild. Yeah. When you shut down manufacturing for that long, it's like, well, we you're going to, yeah, you're going to feel the effect eventually. Oh, yeah. And I think yeah. it's here. We're oh, feeling it. Here. At least there's still cars to work on. People still own cars. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah you're just not buying new. Well, right. and I mean, it's a it, good thing. I like shit boxes. Yeah. It probably plays into your hands a little bit. I would think because got people aren't trading their stuff in. Uh, yeah, definitely less used cars. And of course, no PDIs because yeah. there's nothing coming out there's of the There's nothing trucks. new coming so. in. So you're working on, you know, people are wanting to invest that money into their current vehicle to keep it running because they right. can't just go, ah, fuck it. I'll trade in a new one. <laughs> you want to trade that on you know, a new one? Yeah, I would. Oh, sorry. Well, we have four. We have four <laughs> four vehicles right now. So you Take can, your pick of these. Yeah. Which would you like? I just wild how fast it flips. Yeah. I don't feel like it was that long ago. You drive by a car dealership and there's every car there. And now it's like, oh. Used cars too. And I guess that's probably for the same reason. Like if there are no new cars, then nobody's trading them nobody's in. Nobody's trading in your yeah. used car. That's why the used truck, I, well, I don't know about cars, but like the used truck market, it's fucking ignorantly stupid right now. You want to buy a used truck, you're paying new truck price for your yep. used truck. It's outrageous. Because they don't have any. Like that's supply and demand. So the price goes up. And that's why I'm going to buy this 1992 Chevy Tracker for $4,000. I've always wanted to just go <laughs> oh my God, weld one of them up and just, I mean, beat the absolute ever living Dude, fuck out of one of those. If you did, you'd be right. You'd fit right in with that group that was there on uh, early May. They're, they have a bunch of trackers. Yeah, as a tracker group. What? They're on the, uh, if you go on to the Badlands meetup page, mm-hmm. um, they're, they're on there. That, group, that, that group is on there. Yep. They they are on that group and they uh yeah, they have a bunch of they're like almost stock. They're like nearly stock trackers that they've done a few things to to make them more wheelable. Well, what do you have to I mean, I don't want to sound know, like a prick, but like what do you have to do to one of those to make it like a fun wheeler? Trim, trim the stuff. axle and saws all the fender openings done. on some like 32s. Yep. Done. Like fun that wheeler. would be such a fucking blast and you don't have to do anything. Why I don't do think you? I could cut this one up. That's, that's like too clean. that's like shit. <laughs> But like, hold on. There's a reason it's four thousand dollars. It's what? more. It's more than hot. new price. But like, what do you? I don't know. I don't that's know. like, what? What do you? How do you not cut up a tracker? Uh, like, what else do you? Oh, I got my pristine. I don't know what low I would mileage rust free tracker. I would not buy this. This is not for me. This is for someone else. It's two wheel drive too, isn't it? No. No. It looked like it was so low. No. Nope. It's four wheel drive. Okay, just checking. It's, it's got two sticks. If inside. you pay four thousand dollars for a tracker, you've overspent. <sighs> Have you like, though? Have you? Though? I don't know. Now it's trying you know? to do with it. It's got eighty thousand original miles. If it's nice as fuck, and you Dude, just want to go cruising, nice, and I don't want to, I don't want to go wheeling nice. it. <laughs> Literally opened up marketplaces. The first thing it showed me, I'm like, well, that's pretty cool. It's a bright yellow tracker with some old school '90s. Like, what do you even call that wheel? Uh, 
They're like you, American everybody knows racing. It. Yeah, everybody yeah. knows the wheels. It's like a twisted spoke. It's got black inserts and it has like very like thin twisted spokes. Everybody's seen that wheel. So hot in the 90s. It was so hot in the 90s. I have <laughs> since since I started polishing, I have been very curious to like get a set and sand them and polish them and see Ooh. what they look like. But I'm like, are they marketable when I get done? Or is that literally wheel I'm gonna buy and sit on that it's polished? It depends if someone has a 90s build. Right. Yeah, exactly. I feel like it probably is marketable, but I don't man, know. Man, I wanted to set it with those wheels so bad for my 91 C1500. Oh, but man. But I was a poor teenager and couldn't do that. <sighs> could you imagine? If now you, you can it? pick up a set for what? Probably a couple hundred a couple bucks. Couple hundred bucks, yeah. yeah. Right? And you're like, damn it. <laughs> yep. Just That's had, what the 91 is. You just had to getting. wait 20 years. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck these yeah. forged 20s. Yeah, these forged yep. Forge 20s. You're like, man. Nah, I want some 15 by 7s. Maybe yeah. 15, 15 by 7s. Eights. No, man. They were like 15 by 8s or 9s. Yeah, they were wide. <laughs> Get it. 15 by 10s. Oh my god! I see them on the marketplace probably weekly. Oh my! Is this a, is this a seven hundred dollars zero turn? I'm getting lost in the marketplace. All this right. is not why I'm here. All, All right. right, so back to cutting the <laughs> roof off of the liver nasty. That's what I'm over here looking at on the marketplace. I was going to look to see if what the, for a sawzall blade. Well, we were talking about used cars. <laughs> oh, and uh, I was going to look it up to see a KK. KK. You know. Mm-hmm. Because I told Jesse that I was like, I need to go buy i need to go not buy i need to go find a, a jeep on the lot like a kk on the lot somewhere so i can test drive it because like do i really want a, a second gen liberty or do i just like my my liberty that's the question and i don't know the answer to it what are you even talking about i don't know what, what do you words mean? you're saying I, I don't understand even why why would you even consider looking at a kk for what purpose because i don't have a like vehicle a smaller vehicle that to tote my family around in other than jess's jeep I can take the crew cab, but it's the crew cab. You're thinking about buying like a seventh or eighth vehicle? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> is that normal? I, well, I just didn't understand. That's what, that's that's what I was He's just trying about. to get his numbers on his hand up to like, oh, he's got eight. Yeah. I got to get back to having two hands to count my vehicles. That's what I, that's why I was curious. I was like, what are you talking I got, about? Why I got the van, vehicle? the Cutlass, the KJ, the XJ, and the crew cab. So what do you need another See? one for? Yeah. What's because the- this hand is lonely when I count my vehicles. Okay. That seems like a <laughs> terrible. The thought was, idea. this is not like a like right now kind of thing. But you were talking about used vehicles and you use, use vehicle prices. I was like, well, what are KKs going for now? Like, is it still like stupid expensive? I don't All know. the bucks. Um, the problem is when you cut the top off the off the Liberty, you can still use it. It's just not like super fr- like if it's raining. It's a Jeep. It's not a family. Vehicle. Every Jeep ever built right. has a fucking removable top removable not, yeah. not gone nah, well you just lost the hard top all right you're fine i think you just, you just gotta work you just top. gotta learn to accept it's it one of those, it's one of those run. like from time to time i do like i just kind of want a second gen liberty just i kind of like them and i want one for my daily that's okay. the problem buy another vehicle whatever do your thing i do that's okay. usually what i do i do my thing usually i'm probably not gonna buy another one. they're like 10 grand I'm gonna cut the roof off this one and enjoy it. Profit. But the yeah. What profit <laughs> during the summer. Yes. And then move somewhere warm in the winter so you can still drive it. Oh, that would also you'd have more money with less taxes in Illinois. Yeah. See? Possibly. It's a win Depends win. where you go. Yeah, if you go to California, that's not the case. Move just outside of California. There you, you go. Know. Anyway, where are we at? Uh, we we're last, still waiting for are you. We last calling? Yeah, we're last calling with coffee. <laughs> um I'm still waiting for you to like, all right, I'm going to go get a Sawzall blade. And I'm going to cut yeah. it off on the way this, this afternoon. This afternoon. That's what I'm waiting for. I don't think it'll happen, but you never know. 
stop by and get some saw blades, saw blades on the way home. Yep. Yep. It would be pretty entertaining. I bet it takes you 15 to 20 minutes. Do I? No, because I have to take the windows out. The rear windows. Uh, yeah. The hammer and takes yeah, us yeah, out. Hammer. No problem. No. Yeah. No. I'm not cleaning that mess up. Oh, my God. You guys just, are silly. Just lay down a tarp. Yeah. You guys are silly. Smash or just take or just take the seal out. <sighs> like, are they not glued in? I don't think so. I don't know. Maybe. Uh-huh. I don't know. I have no idea, honestly. Maybe. They might be glued in the rear. I don't. No idea. Not a clue. If they're glued in, then you just get some piano wire and just. Zoop. Wait, why even take the glass out? I think I have to cut right up to the glass. I don't oh. think I'm cutting below the glass. All okay. right. Yeah. I think that's the plan. I don't know. I don't have a welder, so don't do anything that you can't undo. You're not going to weld the top back onto it. It's not going to line up. You're going to cut the side of the tree smash, and it's going to go. If you, if, you cut below, if you cut below the glass, you have this huge gaping, like, because the quarter panel is no longer attached to anything. Okay. Like, except for the bottom half. So you just have a hole you need to fill. Yeah. Expandable foam. Yes. Let it set. Bondo. Use Sawzall blade. Trim. Bondo. Problem solved. Fixed. I Permanent see solution. no issue. Chicken wire or no chicken wire? For what? I don't know. No, Re- why would you put chicken wire? Reinforcement. It fucking costs money. Okay. Just expandable foam. Expandable foam. Trim it with the sawzall blade. Bondo. Bondo it. Spray paint. Spray paint. Nice. I'm I fan. see no problem here. I, everything sounds legit so far. Glad we're on the same page. Cut the roof off. We're waiting for you to do the work. <laughs> so if you cut the roof off of this thing and you don't have anything, do the, does the whole, like, do the doors just, like, flop around while you no. drive? No, because they're latched. No, but I mean, do they? Fl- does the whole side of the body just flop around? No, no. What? You don't need to like add like some sort of bracing <laughs> between the two sides or something. I like. Hey, how, Mike. How much structure does the let's let him have? figure that out after he's cut the top off. <laughs> does this feel? Because quite honestly, that's not our fucking problem. That's a good yeah. point. You know, Wait, does yeah, this does really? Does this feel us. like less research, more sawzall? Yes. Less research, more sawzall. Yeah. This is the shit. Oh, you need to add a brace. Add a brace. Cool. You don't get need there, to. Well, get you'll there when figure you get it there. out when you get there. Yeah. You get there when you get there. It's not, it's not expanding. our problem. Cut the roof off, grab the B yeah. pillar, and see how much it moves. No. Cut the roof off, yeah. drive down the road, and see how much the B pillar moves. If it fucking goes <laughs> going down the highway, then we maybe should address it. If it's fine at 70 miles an hour, then why the fuck do you care? Everybody says the roof is like the structural. Well, I'd um, imagine you know it plays a pretty good role on holding the <laughs> vehicle's body together. Let's take half of it off and then they're saying like it's structural. Like, oh, if you take the roof off, the frame will collapse. I'm like, I don't think so. So you cut the door frame off at the at the bottom of the window. Uh-huh. Cut those off flush too. Right. Weld the door shut. Oh. Structural support and climb in that, that fucker like a race car. Race car. Boy, you just really made that thing even. More Even useless. fucking cooler? Yeah, now it's a race car. You're welcome. How am I going to weld the door shut? I'll, I'll weld the door shut okay. on your Liberty for you because that would be a cool experience. I'm going to grind the paint and I'm just going to burn it in there. Like it. That's all you yes. need. I mean, you don't need, to, you don't need to grind the paint. Just get you a starting point. Or we can do yeah, it. Chip, right chip, it, chip it with a screwdriver. Full and demo derby oh, style God. and take some uh, like one inch plate and just oh, plate, yeah. and just oh, plate yeah. the door shut. Now you That's how you demo derby it. You have to paint it black after that. No, you just hit it with some weird color spray paint. Okay. You don't paint a demo derby car black. You oh. use the most neon clusterfuck assortment of colors. I'm thinking ever. sail blue. You're, I'm thinking more sawzall, less research. Okay. Mike's also on the bandwagon. 
Yeah, I think it's good. I mean, I have all kinds Roadster. of thoughts about how you could like make it structurally sound before you cut it <laughs> off. But then I was like, nah. <laughs> Less research, more saws. Watch as the suspension collapses. As so you I'm make thinking, it just goes. <laughs> so I'm thinking. So here's what I'm thinking. You cut the roof. So I'm going to do this very strategically. I'm going to cut like the B pillar, you know. I'm going to cut the B pillar on both sides, come in from the front side to halfway mark and stop and come in from the back side, almost the halfway mark and stop. And then I'm going to come around the back side and cut all that. So only thing holding the roof on is just this little bitty, like quarter inch piece of sheet metal. Right. And I'm going to do that everywhere, including like overhead where you're at. I'm going to put a little quarter inch piece of sheet metal there, keeping it held in place. And then I'm going to tie it to a tree. Yank the bunker off. And I'm going to drive off. Roof. Ejecto. Watch this. Ejecto roofo. Bet you won't. I feel like it would be a good TikTok video. <laughs> oh, it would. But I bet you won't know. Wear a helmet so you don't get smacked in the I face. With the that actually, yeah, that actually would be I a good idea. I thought the same thing. I was like, do I wear a helmet for that? I feel like maybe I should wear some kind of something. Because in case it like pulls and like the roof comes straight down on you. just Yeah, just wear a helmet. Yeah, I would right. put a helmet on. Yeah. I'm going to cut it right behind the sun visor mounts. Okay. Perfect. Oh, yeah. You got to keep your sun visors. It'd be ideal. Especially if the sun's right above you, you can actually flip it up and mm-hmm. like yeah. use it as a mm-hmm. sunshade. Yeah, sunshade. Exactly. So you can do that this <laughs> afternoon. It's said it's a nice day out. It's yes. only eleven fifteen. Beautiful I day, know. eighty degrees, sunny. Uh, it's beautiful. A couple beers, a couple sawzall blades. I think you can do it with a sawzall blade. You think so? So you one if you don't bend one, one like by you metal, stick it and bend it. Call it a day. Go get the torch blade. Torch blade. What's a torch blade? Milwaukee's it's like the Milwaukee Diablo. whoop ass. And, yeah. <laughs> Milwaukee's Diablo. <laughs> yeah. It's like it's like a Diablo, but it's Milwaukee. Yeah. Pretty much. Hmm. It just seems right for cutting a roof off of Liberty is the torch the blade. Torch blade. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna film all of this. Of please, please do. Like yeah. going to get the sawzall blades. Yeah. Yep. The whole shebang. You need to film it all and then release it in segments. Yeah. Okay. One one segment on YouTube on the Total Off-Road Podcast channel. I don't know. Tune in next week for the fucking <laughs> roof removal. Tune in next week for the. It absolutely still has its roof on it because Steve's like, bitch. <laughs> well, I think you just got called out officially. Yeah. This is why we keep you here. Right? It's the only reason you're here still. Yes. <sighs> looking, looking at Steve's rebuttal. I have nothing. There is nothing. I have nothing. He's like, man, I am a bitch. No, I'm just, I'm a bitch. <laughs> I am a bitch. I'm just like playing this through my head. Like, do I cut that roof off today? Today? Hmm. Maybe. Ain't no know. time like the present. That's what they say. Okay, yeah, that's what bonus. I'm trying to figure like, Ooh, hold uh, on. We're yeah. going to sweeten the deal. Bonus. I'm going to sweeten the deal. Okay. If you cut the roof off, I'll let you keep it in my shop for one week while you try to find something to cover it up with. Oh, that's nice of you. One week. That's all you get. Another guy. Seven days. Eight days. I'm parking it outside. <laughs> Rain, wind, or snow. <laughs> Eight days. You would have your storage unit secu- secured. Just <laughs> leave it in my shop. <laughs> Uh, what's a pretty good deal? That's pretty pretty, pretty seven days of storage. I almost agree, except for the fact that it rains in his shop. It only rains a little bit in there. It rains less. Do I get to put in a premium spot? No. Oh, (laughs) you don't get get premium parking. That's where the show trucks go. (laughs) It rains less in his shop than it does outside. Some days it rains. Okay, like yesterday when it was like 80 mile hour winds, it probably rained quite a bit in there. It rained. But like, would you rather stand in the shop or outside? Oh, in, the shop, sure. in the shop, but, but you're a person. You can walk around and hunt by like avoid the you spots. Can go, you can avoid the, the drips. 
It's just little drips. It'd be fine. Just yeah. throw a fucking Harbor Freight tarp over the top of the motherfucker in the shop and it'd be I feel fine. Like we just had this conversation last week. Yeah. We did. Yeah. Well, yeah, but I mean, I'm saying in the shop, you're not going to get oh, like, in the shop. Yeah, yeah. yeah, put it in the shop, throw a tarp over it with I'm a couple gonna, bungee cords. I'm going to call Chris when I leave here and see what's going on with that cover. Call Chris and talk to him while you're going and getting a sawzall blade yeah. and then go cut the son of a bitch off. Yank it off with a tree. God, next week would be an epic podcast if you did that. Would it, though? I, I don't plan. Let me put it this way. I don't plan on doing shit off-road related. Yeah. The either. entire next seven days. I would love to go do something off-road related. I have nothing planned. Just waiting on those bushings. Nada. Like, I'm not even going to lie and say I'm going to think of I washed the razor yesterday in the rain. Sounds like I'm going to take a road trip. To go get your welder? Yeah. Good. Yeah. So you're going to have a welder. You fuck nice. it up, you're going to have a welder. It's more this excuse to weird. get a welder. on Sunday, so like tomorrow, nobody will know yet. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. That is true. And it'd be done. It'd be cut off and wouldn't even know. It, well, they'll know because I'll post pictures. I can't keep anything. Oh, no. You'll keep that one because then they'll be like, Tuesday, they'll be like, whoa, did you do it? Wednesday, <laughs> Thursday, Friday morning. Here's your pictures. Friday morning. Oh, yeah. That'd be awesome. <laughs> That would be good. That would be. Pimp. I mean, it's been a long time coming. So if you actually did it, it I'm would be on like, so many like social media, like so many different social medias, though. Like, don't post a single. Just photo. don't post you tell, me, you tell me I'm not going to put a single photo on like Snapchat. You can't. Just don't do nothing. It. Just do the nope. whole thing Full and don't tell anybody. Delayed surprise. So cut the roof off. Yes. Then go to Danville. Get your welder. Get my welder. Yep. And then pick up gross burger on the way home for dinner. Oh, I had that this week. It was pretty oh, good. I had a pizza burger and a shake. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Mike's like, yeah. Good plan. yeah. I only did the double though. Double <sighs> pizza. You know what's sad about this? If I do all this, I don't have a mullet to blow in the wind. You don't need a mullet. Uh-huh. <laughs> I can you, did, you just got a haircut. You fucked up. You oh, could yeah, have fucked up. Oh, he fucked up. I buddy. cut all the hairs. All Could've the hairs. mullet. You guys ready to get out of here? Yeah. Okay. You've got stuff to do. I got to cut a roof off of yeah. Liberty. <laughs> he said it, said it here. So he said it here first, guys. All right. Uh, you know where to find us, uh, our things and things like that. Uh, we're available on YouTube. You can listen to the podcast over there. If you don't want to listen to it here, you can check out our Patreon where we released a really good episode this week, I think. Um, the show notes, Patreon's in the show notes. It's uh, patreon.com forward slash total for podcast. And then you can check us out on www.totaloffroadpodcast.com. Ian, are all the links on there? To yes. our partners. Yep. Complete off road. Complete off road. Crawler. Uh, Crawler off road. Off road anonymous. More flight. More fleet. Wolf Fab Works. Son of a biscuit. Anybody else that wants to give us money? <sighs> I had a package to bring. I forgot to. Oh, I have stickers for you. Oh, do you? Ah, well, they're not going anywhere. So. Yeah. Okay. Well, next week. I don't remember where I put them. I'll bring your stuff next week. Okay. Um, and we'll talk about it. There may or may not be a waffle going on currently. <laughs> <laughs> if you're not in the Patreon, you don't know, but you should just know. Yeah. You should just join the Patreon. That went as an idea, and then it went as, uh, well, it's posted, so. That was quick. I was like, well, okay, then. Yeah. That Damn. escalated quickly. Waffly yeah. waffleness. I feel like he was, like you said, I think he was waiting. He was just him. waiting. He had all everything set up. He was like, oh, I was waiting on Ian to he figure it out. like the enter button. <laughs> yep. <laughs> ah, jeez. So, time. Doop. All right. Hopefully yep. there's yeah, enough that interest to get, that, uh, to get that feeling. That'll be interesting. I hope that doesn't, like, wreck your ego if, like, seven people sign up. Well, that's why I told him. I said, like, I don't think it's going to feel, and he's like, I bet it will. Mm. I was like, okay, it's possible. 200 bucks. Really? 200 spots. 200, 200? Yep. 5K to Wes. 
Oh, nice. Yeah, that's pretty nice. That's cool. That's what he said. He's like, oh, you should definitely get in on that. And I said, well, that's kind of would be a nice help fill it. Thing. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it'd be cool to be able to donate that much money. Mm-hmm. He um, actually, he I think they I saw a post last night that they said he's actually should be going home this week. That's awesome. Nice. After like 90 some days. Wow. I mean, he can't go. They said uh, the post I read the other night said he can't go in the sun for at least a year. Mm. Can't oh be God. in the sunlight for at least a year. Yep. Because of all the burns. That's insane. But uh, but they said he was in. He uh, I don't think we talked about this last week. No. He uh, they called him. He was watching the live feed mm-hmm. of our race and they actually were able to call him while he was sitting in, the in rehab. Oh, really? He's not even in the ICU anymore. He got kicked out to rehab now. Good. Um, so he got to say hello on the phone. Mm-hmm. There's a video the of race. that at the race. Nice. Yep. It's a little depressing to hear. Mm-hmm. Get you in the feels. I bet. Uh, but that was pretty badass. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So that's the waffle. It's good to hear. Good to hear an update. Yeah. On so hopefully he does get to go home this week. That would be cool. Obviously, still got a long road of things mm-hmm. to recover with, but progress is good. Yes, it is. That's all I've got. Mike, any last words? Apply a decal this week. You motherfuckers are sitting on 132 decals each, and none of you are putting them on anything. And maybe Who, I'm wrong. Me? No. Just oh. people. Everybody. Oh, everybody. Everybody's sitting on a pile of stickers. They're looking at them, and they're like, put it on some. Put it on some. If you're not sitting on a pile of stickers, oh, you should go to the podcast. I have page. got Get some a stickers. pile of merch that's getting shipped out tomorrow. Okay. Like, a lot. Good. There are a couple so, stickers in there? There's some stickers. There's shirts. There's flags. Um, Dustin picked up some stuff from Crawler that he also ordered some stuff from us. So I'm just going to ship it all to him. Nice. Um, I've got, we've got new complete off road stickers. That'll be going in on all that stuff. And we got new stickers coming yeah. here soon. Pretty yeah. sure. So I'm excited. Yeah. I've, I've been dragging on merch here. More merch. Yeah. We need to get back to that. But, uh, but yeah, I've got a pile of it going out Monday. Cool. Put a sticker on your shit. Yeah. And we'll catch you on the trail. 